Last week on the show, I installed a nice flavor of Linux, and now this week, I head back to the doctor to ask him some questions about some problems that I've run into. Also, we're going to preview something really cool that we have lined up for Episode 3. All that and more. My name is Chase Nunes, and I'm switching to Linux. This episode of How To Linux is brought to you by Linux Academy. Go over to linuxacademy.com slash howto to get a 33% discount. It's a summer of learning over at linuxacademy.com. You can go there to take your Linux skills up to the next level. Visit them to get a step-by-step -step video course, downloadable comprehensive study guides, and self-paced learning. You can quiz yourself, real-world scenarios, everything you need to do to learn Linux. And what's great is they have 7-plus Linux distributions where they will customize the documentation and the courses to match the version of Linux you are using. linuxacademy.com slash howto. Take your skills up to the next level. There's never been a better time. All right, you guys, last week you guys saw that I picked a distro. I landed on Ubuntu, and I've come back with the top three things that I need Mr. Dr. Chris's help on. <laughs> Glad to help, Chase. I'm oh, ready. Man. I've been taking notes. We've been chatting on the pre-show. Yeah. I uh, I think we can help you. So where do you want to start? What are your top three things that Chris, the doctor, can help you with today? All right, so Chris, you know, we've mentioned to everybody that I've been involved in Windows for a long time and yeah. OS X. Yeah. The file system, man. Uh, okay. There are folders on there. Now, I, I've seen some of them okay. on OS X. Yeah. But when I just click on my file manager and I just see var, et cetera, user, yeah. I'm just like, the file manager's done. Uh, I don't know what to do. So, so here's so what I want to do yeah. is how about today we'll give you just like a living guide for the file system. Okay. So that way you can you can manage it. You store cool. your files in the right place. Yeah. I think the Linux file system is one of the coolest things about Linux. And there's so many awesome things about it. We could do an entire episode just wow. on it. But I want to today yeah. get you the essentials. So that way you can navigate the file system. You know what's stored in important places and yeah. more importantly importantly, probably the most important thing where you should be storing your files. Yeah, baby steps, because I, I want to make sure I get it right, and that's the, the, the most so, important thing. So uh, we've got you on Ubuntu 14.04 on this System76 Bonobo Extreme. Yep. And uh, I know that you were totally not absolutely positive about Ubuntu, but how's that been going? How's the interface going? Any issues with that? Yeah, <laughs> there is, unfortunately. Uh, so far, it is very, very clean. It appears to be very fast. And I say appears because here's the roadblock. It's a two-parter. Okay. That is it called, what, Dashboard Center? Or yeah, the, the, the dashboard. The, dash. the dashboard. Yeah. Okay, so when I click on it and I start searching for files or whatever, it feels like the system comes to a crawl at times, and it's like filling in all these things like apps and documents and searching on the web for stuff. Yeah, it does like us. It does like um, commercial results. Yes. Yeah. Um, I don't. Want, okay. I don't want that. Okay, uh, I'll show you. I can show you how to get rid of that. It's no problem. Yeah, because I felt like you know I like Spotlight, for example, in OS X. You yeah. know, I think that really works well, and I think this is what they're trying to implement, right? Yeah, it's a search, and the idea is it searches the file system, it searches your applications, it searches documents, right. and then it goes out and searches the web, so potentially for Amazon results or music results or something like that. It's, the idea is it's one search in one place, kind of like what uh, is coming down in OS Yosemite, OS X Yosemite. Right. But. I also do not like it. I, I feel like the implementation just isn't quite there. Okay. And it's one of the top complaints that we get in emails too. So I know that's something that people want to see how to turn off. Right. So, and if you've just switched to Ubuntu and you're noticing a lot of results in your dash, we'll help you with that. Yeah, I know as a new user, okay. it's a little overwhelming. No problem, Jason. So. I'm writing out your prescription right now. Okay, right. what else? Well, one more thing, Doc, and we'll finish out the top three in relation to that. I wanted to install Steam. Okay, and I went to the download center. I searched for Steam. Yeah. I went to try to download it. I attempted to through the download center, and it was wanting me to uh, sign up for an account. Right. It okay. created a, it uh, an Ubuntu install. one. Yeah. 
And so I was like, well, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to go to the web, right? right. I, just, I just fire up uh, the web browser. I went in and went to steampower.com, downloaded it. And then I try to install it using that that man and the it software center. It wouldn't install. Right. It just it went it just stalled. It didn't really stall, it just didn't do it. How about I'll show you a different tool you can use to install packages you've downloaded from the web that just takes you completely outside the software center for installing software. Okay. We'll do that. All right. So we're gonna live in the file system, we're gonna clean up your yeah. dashboard search results, and we're gonna get you installing software from downloads that you get off the web in just a few minutes. You ready to go? Doctor, let's do it. Okay, Chase, why don't we start with living in the file system? So I just had you Google an image of the Linux file system. Yep. Why don't you pull that up so we can talk about this as we okay. look at it? All right, so I know this looks crazy, right? It is crazy looking. There's uh, Initially, when you start using Linux, there's really only one directory on that list you need to worry about, and that's slash home. Slash home. Uh, all the other locations are really meant to be used either for software or for administration purposes. And everything you do lives in slash home. So okay. bring up your file manager there. Let's all go right. take a look at that. Okay. Uh, so there is all, so you see bin is where your binaries are at. Etsy is where you configure it. Go ahead and go into Etsy. Etsy. The, scroll down until you see some So files. you say Etsy, it's not et cetera. Because I, I think I said that earlier. You can say whatever you want. Oh, okay. I'm not going to hold it against you. I just want to get it right. Scroll down. Okay. Uh, look for some config files. There's, in Linux, everything is pretty much stored in a config file. There's no registry, right? There's not. It's not. It's uh, There's nothing like uh, some magical uh, storage mechanism. It really, in the most for the most place, most cases, goes right here in the slash Etsy folder. Keep going all the way down. It, it, this down. file manager uh, shows folders first, and then it shows files second. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. All right. So there. So see these .com files? Yeah. This is where you do a lot of adjusting if you ever needed to go in here and tweak something. I we'll, see. We will be in this directory a lot in the future. Okay. As but, I get more yeah. into it. But go ahead and back okay. out. All right, cool. Uh, so the just next, minimize it, get out of here. Or just, well, I want to show you one more directory. So go go back one. Go down to, the other one I want to show you is, uh, you probably have a pretty good guess of what temp is. It's a temporary folder for like downloadable files, things just like that? Just anything the system's working on. You, you go in there right now, you might have a couple of files in there. There's a couple of like application working spots in there. But anyways, back out. The other one I want to show you is VAR. Var. var stands for variable okay. and there's a there's variable contents in here like you have your log folder right. your spool and cache things like that that might go in here uh, that at some point could be deleted or need to have some sort of rolling maintenance or something like that and the system right. will generally take care of that okay so there's var but all right go back up one more let's go back to home home is where you live this is pretty much unless you unless you're running as a super user this is pretty much the only place you can write go in there and then you have your directory, which your username is last. Right. And those are the only, th this is pretty much it. So whenever you're saving or downloading something, you always save it into a folder, a subfolder here. You don't ever need to be up at Etsy. You don't ever need to be up at bin. You always stay in the home directory. So to put it in perspective, it's kind of, and I know someone might get mad at me for mentioning Windows, but remember I'm transitioning from it. Okay. It's kind of like your your home user account in Windows where you have my documents, my pictures right. and all that. So this is well, basically I mean, what that technically is. speaking, the Windows implementation is kind of like the Linux. Oh, well, no. I Because <laughs> no, Unix has had the multi-user yeah. system for a little bit longer, yeah, totally, Chase. But I you understand. do, you're grokking it. I right, also yeah. like the Mac. Yeah. You know, in, on, on the Mac, in the users folder. Right. But on the Mac, you have more access to outside the users folder. Sure. And like on the on the Windows box, you might be able to fart around on your C drive and make a mess. In here, you're really supposed to live in your slash home. Where do the programs install, too? Like, it depends on the program, but really? go back up. Okay. Uh, so there's there's a folder right there. There's bin, and there's also user. So some, it, some stuff goes in slash bin some stuff goes in slash user slash user slash bin I see. bin stands for binary 
but I don't have to worry about that because like the the uh, software center can help me uninstall. So let's talk about that next. Okay. So uh, you, when you download a file, you right. notice they end in .deb. Right. .deb. Notice that. Yeah. Those are package files that include within them descriptions to the systems installer where the file should go on the file system. All right. So those .deb files tell the installer where to put their parts. Okay. Got it. Now Chase, I know you wanted to clean up your dashboard search results. This is crazy easy. Now there are a couple of approaches at this, but right. I would say start with the safest solution. Go to your settings there. Right. Okay, yep. So I'm going to go into my system settings. Mm -hmm. Got it. Then okay. click on privacy. All right. That's security and privacy. All right. And then go to that search tab right there. Oh, Check that box that says, uh, what does when it say? I can't when searching in Dash, yeah. include online search results. Uh, you want to turn that off. So go ahead and hit uh, that. I like that. Now, what were you searching for before that was giving you a lot of results? Uh, Steam. I was okay. even getting suggestions for like music and stuff. All right. Try hitting Steam again. All right. Oh, it's already in there. So let me just start it over again. Steam. Yeah, that's wow. looking good, right? That is so much faster. Okay, sweet. <laughs> All right, now I know we have that problem where you download a package and it tries to install it through the software center and it doesn't work for it you. It wasn't working, no. I, I want to show you a really quick permanent fix for this. It's my favorite way to solve it. So go to your software center there. Okay, got it. And then once, okay, once that loads up, search for a package, G-D-E-B-I. G-D-E-B-I, there it is. Okay. Go ahead and click that and then choose install. And this is a this is a what's called a stupid question, real quick. Yeah, uh, these two results. Yeah, how do I know which one to pick between the two? Um, you could read the reviews. Like if you were really not quite sure, like well, here you can see that one has eighty, right? Eighty right. reviews, and that this one has four. four. So that would kind of give you an indication there. Uh, if you are on KDE, you would choose the KDE one. Right. You're not on KDE. You're on Unity on Ubuntu. Right. So you okay. choose the yeah, you choose that one. No, I'm just throwing that out there yeah. for the beginners that might like. see that as well. That's a good question. Yeah. So all right. So I put in the super secret password. Super again. secret. And this GDebi is it sits on top of Debian's package management system. Every Linux distribution okay. out there has a package management system where it manages all of the software. It checks up with the repos, sees what needs updating, right. installs, removes software. This is a program that sits on top of that. So go ahead and close the software center now. All right. Bring up your file manager. Okay. And then go to your downloads folder. Got it. And then you uh, right click on that like Skype Debian package. Got it. Go to properties. Okay. And then click on the open with tab. All right. And then choose, oh, well, it's already set. Wow. That's so, very and nice. So it just took over. Now, that's normally not going to be the case. But okay. normally, Ubuntu Software Center will be there, and you can say set as default and for, for GDebi. And then now, go ahead and close that screen. And does it do that for every dot Every deb. deb, yep. Wow, that's nice. And then as long as you hit set as default, now, if you double click on that Skype file, okay. it, you now notice that instead of opening the software manager, it opens up this program. And then oh. you just click install, and you're done. To me, I actually like this method a lot better because I, I like seeing all what it's included and everything. When I was going through the software center, it wasn't giving me that information. Yep, yep. Really. All right, I got one more bonus thing I wanted to show you because you were mentioning before, you're like, I wasn't so sure about viruses and things like that. Go ahead right. and close that window. Right. You normally open up your software center. You normally, Chase, do not need to worry about viruses on Linux. Okay. However... Let's say one of your Windows friends sent you an email and you're wondering if maybe they've got a virus infection. Search the software center for a program called Clam A V. Clam A V, all one word. Clam A V. So, so you have a couple of programs. Oh, there here. it is right there. So that's the Clam Antivirus program. And they also have Clam TK, which is a front end, but we don't need that, Chase. Oh. Just click on that Clam A V and First choose one? install. Okay. Yep. And then we'll let that go. And put in your super secret password, and then I'll show you how you can scan files using Clam A V. 
Okay, now Clam AV is installed. Are you ready for your first terminal challenge, Chase? So, so this is like command interface. Yeah, buddy. Equivalent. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm ready to go, man. You I can do this. You can do it. I All can right. Do this. I know Click I on the terminal icon right there on your sidebar launcher. Now I don't have to any of that run as administrator stuff like we're going to do right? it we're going to do well so by default you almost want to try to do everything as your regular user can right however you're going to update the antivirus definitions now ah. you've just installed something called clam antivirus an yep. open source antivirus program so okay. to run one command as an administrator you type the you type in the command sudo s-u-d-o space and then now type in the command fresh clam that tells clam antivirus to go out and freshen its, its virus database so hit enter Okay. And now it's asking you for your root password, or this is actually, I'm sorry, this is your user account password, the one you log into your computer with. And that has been enabled in the sudoers file to run these root commands. So there you go. Now it's going out and downloading the Clam AV. Wow. We'll, we'll pause right here because it's going to take a second. Sure. We'll come back once this is done and I'll show you how to scan a file. Okay, Chase, so there your update's done. Now I know, right. I'm, I, I know you don't believe me, you don't really need to worry about having antivirus, yeah, but I know. I know it makes you feel better to have it here, right? Well, it's not just for me. I mean, there's a lot of people that are transitioning over and if you tell them that they don't need antivirus, they'd be like, oh, what, are you crazy? Mm -hmm. So maybe this is a nice easing step. Yeah, it, it, it's sort of like, uh, it, 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 it's reassuring. It's a comfort zone. So let me show you your next command line uh, Wait, command. there's another one? You're gonna do LS, it's kind of like dirt. Oh, I, you actually, know I know LS, oh, okay. I actually right. know LS. Okay. All right, so there's your directories in your home folder. Why don't we CD, so type in the CD know space, downloads, and it's case sensitive. Uh, uh, it's case sensitive, Chase, you got oh, a capital D. Now right. try check out this. Tab, right? Tab. Yeah. Wait, I'm put, oh, another, put, a little, put another little hint in there. There you go. There we go. Now oh, go right. into there. All right, got it. And, uh, yep, yeah, okay, do another LS so we can see what files you've okay. got. Now, you know what I don't trust? What? That's Skype. I don't trust that Skype. So you, we want to scan? Yeah, let's scan that Skype. So type in clam, and you could hit tab at the command here, clam. Uh -huh. yeah, go hit it tab. See what happens. Nothing? Oh, yes, clam scan. I'm sorry. Put so the S in there to give it the further there hit. There we go. Got and it. now, pump it, uh, pu uh, punch in that Skype uh, file name. I can just do a few letters and hit and tab, hit tab again. again. And hit enter. And now it is scanning that Skype file to make sure it is virus-free for you, Chase. But it's not telling me it's... Oh, there it is. There you go. Oh. It took a second because it's a 15 megabyte file. All right, sure. Yeah. So it is scanned Five for seconds. over 3 million, 3.4 million yep. viruses, mm -hmm. and it scanned it didn't find anything. And as you just pointed at nice. one file, you could point at an entire directory. You could point at your entire file system. You can. There's even ways to make Clam Antivirus run in real time. And we might go into that in a future episode if the audience has interest. But I know you were kind of concerned about that, so now you have Antivirus too. If you feel the need to download and scan something, you can. Well, I'm only going to stick with legitimate places. There but you, you know, That's the best way to right. go. Yeah, right. you download from safe places. Stick to the software center or well-known websites, and uh, we'll also get in down the road a little bit more about packages and how they're verified and things like that. There's some there's some cool stuff out there. Sweet, Chris. Well, thanks. You bet. Now, I thought one stage in Chase's adoption of Linux would be a prescription to go see how Linux is used in the workplace. That's right. We went over to Pogo Linux in Redmond, Washington, where I met up with my buddy Chris. And they showed us everything that they're doing in, in regards to desktop yeah. hardware and server hardware. They got some cool R&D stuff. And I thought this would be a great way for Chase to get a hands-on on Linux in the enterprise space because we've been talking a lot about the desktop space. So that'll be coming up in next week's episode of How To Linux. We're really excited to go down to Pogo Linux and show you guys how they build these awesome systems. They're huge machines with big off-the-shelf parts. And the server stuff is remarkable. So yeah. I can't wait to show that to you guys. So tune in next week. I want to remind you guys you can support us on Patreon. Head over to patreon.com slash Linux if you want more information. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at HowToLinux. Thanks for watching, you guys. Have a great one.